party started. Okay, I hit record. Watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. Okay, we're going to really do this. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Space News Pod, a show about SpaceX, NASA, and space flight. I'm here with Neil Thorne again. He's up there. Hello, Will. Hello, and we will be walking through everything that's going on with Starship, SpaceX, Starbase, uh, Axiom Space today, too. Pretty cool. And also some International Space Station uh, news that just happened. So lots to cover today. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Space is crazy. So, um, here, let's check this out. We got some, we got a tweet over here by Starship Gazer. They're welding extensions on the legs. Oh, look at that. Orbital tower. Beautiful. Look at that crane, yeah. too. Things massive. Absolutely. Yeah, the crane has since uh, detached from here and it's lying down now. Uh, they're adding an extension to the top of this thing. It's going to be even taller. Not quite double, but uh, quite a bit taller, maybe another third. How does that even uh, so work? So they can put some more towers on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how that works, but it, it works. It's structural, I guess. Yeah. I'm I'm not privy to that sort of information in my head. Yeah. <laughs> but look at, so this is, what I noticed from this picture is that there's stairs, you know, and I know yes. they're, they're reinforcing things, but people have to walk up and down this thing in order to do work. Yeah. But if people you look, be ripped. if you look closely right in the middle, uh, between them, there's actually a structure for the elevator too. Yep. So that structure there this is the right elevator. Here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. For, so, the, uh, for those of you that are lazy out there, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anything past the third one, you're going to want something to get to. Yeah. <laughs> well, this thing's going to be like 400 plus feet tall. So it's, it's freaking gigantic. Yeah. And if you can't walk, I mean, you can walk the whole thing if you want to, I guess, but also nobody wants to do that. I mean, no. Well, this third segment is probably as tall as the man lifts are going to take you as well. So yeah, uh, they're building in this scaffolding as they go so they can finish welding and attaching bolts and whatnot. Um, it's actually interesting to, to see the, the scaffolding on the side of the, uh, not, the, not the corners, but the side. It's kind of just hanging on the, the side of this thing. Yeah, nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nope, not going out there. I wouldn't want to be jumping down into that. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm not built for this. Yeah, that's not that's not my thing either. I'm afraid of heights, so that's this yeah. is not gonna not gonna be good for me to work on that thing. I'm not going up there. Yeah, so they're they're welding these things on too now. So these are just uh, five meter tall extensions. Unbelievable to think that these things are five meters tall. Um, they don't look it because everything's so massive there. But yeah. uh, this is what the launch table is going to sit on. Um, okay. So they've been building for months and months now. Okay. So they've actually got three of these on today or as at this point, I'm not sure whether they're putting another one on today. So um, pretty exciting. Yeah. They don't even look that big. Well, sir, I sir. mean, compared to, you know, the tower and the cranes and everything like that. Yeah. So, and there's, you know, there's a, a guy for scale, you know, there's a, a person for scale yeah. right here. And it's, <laughs> sure. it also, it doesn't look that big. I'd be like, yeah, I could probably go up there and hang out there, but it's also, quite large. <laughs> so as you can see by that tower, like this tower is huge and it's draping down over that area right over here um, on the right side. And it's just, it's big. Everything down there just doesn't look Everything's massive. real. Everything's, Everything's everything big, doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm thinking about like the height of everything down there and like 
that it's all flat in that region. And you're just going to be from like miles and miles away. You'll be able to see this giant uh, orbital test stand. Yep. And it's going to, it's going to be crazy. I hope they light it up something cool, you know, like maybe to put some RGBs on there, you know, something, some cool lighting would be really. I neat. saw, unfortunately, I didn't uh, tell you to get this ready for us, but I saw a tweet from Nomad. Uh, Nomad's one of the sort of holdouts in the uh, village, Boca Chica village. He's been there mm -hmm. still uh, and he's leaving. He's just yeah. sort of uh, leaving now. So he put a picture up of uh, the area before all this started and the area now. And it's quite the difference. Oh, wow. Uh, in just a few sort four years or something like that, it's just been completely built up quite something. Yeah. I saw his tweet. They said he was leaving and I was like, Hey, thanks man. Thanks for doing what you've done. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I can't wait to see what happens in the next five or 10 years. But also this place was like a peaceful, like secluded, beachy yeah, sleepy retirement village, sleepy Absolutely. retirement village with just a few homes in it and just like a few people live in there. And now it's like this massive industrial complex. And uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy how it all changed so quickly. Now, um, where was this one? I think this is no, that's not the right one. The launch. Oh, actually, yeah, this is the right one. There's some uh, been some discussions about booster catching from ERKX, mm -hmm. ERKX space on Twitter. Uh, as we are beginning to see rails on three tower pillars, though the actual catching mechanism is still unclear. Um, so <laughs> again, yeah, if you, no, if you see off, <laughs> over on the right, <laughs> yeah, no. look at the guy just sitting there. Uh, look at this dude up here no. too. Yeah. Look at that yeah. guy. This is the picture I was thinking of when I was looking at those, those scaffolding in the middle there. It's just sort of, it's the scaffold is hanging onto this thing. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. And it's There's terrifying. <laughs> so let me know in the comments people out there if you're watching this let me know in the comments if you would climb up this thing and hang out on these scaffolds that would be i want to see what people's reactions are because i'm like get me off this like i'm not i wouldn't go up yeah. there it's yeah. terrifying uh, it's it's pretty terrifying but this is their job this is what they get paid for. yeah they love it and they're used to it i guess <clears throat> yep anyway the rail that we're looking at is on the right here so just above where your mouse is yeah that rail up there that's what eric's talking about um, so that is on three of the pillars, uh, okay. sort of three of the, the columns. So we're, we're not sure exactly how the attachment's going to happen. Um, his next picture is sort of a render of his that shows the same thing essentially. Um, but he's kind of got a, an attachment, uh, on there as well. So he's just trying to figure out how it's going to work. Um, so that piece below is kind of his catching mechanism a little bit. Yeah. And so anyway, there's speculation of. Yeah, there's speculation of how they're going to catch it. Like, is it going to look like a, I know Elon said like a Mecha Godzilla hand, yeah. you know, like it's just going to be like a claw that just like grabs onto the thing. Um, so we'll see in the next couple of years. I mean, I'm sure we'll see in the next six to eight months, the kind of renditions and like renders of it from so mm -hmm. many different people. But Elon wants to do a Starship talk at some point. He said it would be kind of a cool idea to have a Starship talk, like an update. So maybe during that update, he'll have updates about the the claw, the claw really, mechanism. Uh, you know, the, the whole concept, of course, we've talked about in the past is crazy. Um, catching this sense. booster and putting it back on the uh, on the launch mount. It, not just crazy to do it, but crazy to test it, right? You've got to actually yeah. figure out how to do these things before you actually do them. Um, are they going to build a second rig to as a test rig that they don't care if it gets to. damaged? They're going to have um, to. Or are they actually going to use this and try and, and catch it with using the actual equipment? 
I, I can't imagine trying to do that without you know testing first. He, yeah. he said himself in a recent tweet, they're gonna it's gonna take a while to be able to do this. Yeah, uh, it's gonna take a lot of experimentation and and uh, same as as with launching Starship and landing Starship. It took a long time to get to fifteen. So, yeah. uh, same thing's gonna happen with the catch and the booster. Maybe maybe even worse. You know, <laughs> uh, even even yeah. landing the Falcon Nine booster isn't perfect it def they definitely get in the circle every time but it's not right in the dead center of the circle every time so yeah as as awesome as those landings are and we'll get to see another one as they launch the the next uh mission up there but um as awesome as they are they're not perfect so they're close they're really close, they're close. but it's taken them yep. how many years like a decade to get that yep. you know to get them close but this is also 30 some odd raptors maybe at you know 32 elon must have put 32 on there yeah and eventually, yeah. Uh, getting all those to fire in unison and like to navigate that thing like it's a massive structure nine meters around you know like it's big yeah. so it's it's a lot different than, you know, a Falcon 9. This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files, all of my writing stuff and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup from Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects, all of your data and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door. It could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, two bucks extra a month, you can increase your retention history to one year. And I use it for all of my video files. It comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up. Ease of mind for up to a year. And... If you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, you get a fully featured 15 day, no credit card required free trial. Check it out. Play with it. Start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9to5Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and it's really easy to use. So go to backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. And but it's similar. Um mm -hmm. and maybe close is good enough. You know? Yeah, and maybe maybe ten meters either way is is what they're going for. Yeah, maybe they're gonna have a some sort of weird I don't I don't even know at this point. Because I, I don't think they can get it so precise. I mean I, I think they can eventually, but getting it so precise that a, a, a claw I mean I don't even know what to uh refer to it with, but like something <laughs> like, a like pair of scissors catching it. Just like <laughs> you know, just goes right in there. I don't know. Yeah. That's 
It doesn't make any sense to me. It blows my mind. I'm thinking about it right now. And like my mind is racing how this stuff is going to happen. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy, crazy. Yeah. I remember awesome. a few months ago, kind of having a panic attack, thinking of all the things they have to do to make this happen. Uh, yeah. But I mean, a lot of what I was panicking about has already happened. <laughs> so, you know, maybe I shouldn't be panicking as much. And it's not yeah. my problem to begin with. <laughs> And here's a, uh, speaking of panicking, look at how tall this thing is. I'd freak out on the top of this thing yeah. uh, by you slash Elmar982 on Reddit. This is how big the thing is going to be. These yeah, people are for, for scale. Sure. Like, well, that's, uh, that's seven. Closer. That's only yeah. seven uh, of them. Yeah. Uh, which is, I think I, I made a Reddit post as well with seven on it. There's going to be something at the top of this too, right? The crane itself yeah. uh, still has to be attached to the top yep. of this. And it's going to be uh, large on its own, right? Um as far as I can tell, they've got a crane on site uh, sitting in a building that uh, is ready to go on top of this already. And it's basically a, a pillar crane. So it's going to there's no counterweight on the other side. Uh, all the force of the the weight of the booster and, and starship are going to be carried by this tower, uh, which is part of the reason that the tower is on a 45 degree angle to mm-hmm. the launch platform so that it's it's, you know, that weight is being carried um, on an area that doesn't want to bend either way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's going to be quite something to see that up there as well <laughs> and this get whole, it operational. Yeah. This whole thing is intense. Like everything is intense. This is what we were talking about earlier, the 32 Raptors. So this is a possible 32 Raptor layout by Urkex space yeah. on Twitter again. Um, this isn't, this is going to look like that doesn't make any sense either. Like most of the stuff, <laughs> Like I look at this stuff and I'm just like everybody else out there. We're like, really? Like, isn't this overkill? Like, did, <laughs> is this like, this doesn't make any sense. It's something that I'd build in Kerbal, you know, just messing that's, around and seeing how, how long I could launch this thing. Yeah. That looks like something that's going to get a hundred tons to orbit plus the weight of the ship. Yeah. That's what that is. That's what that is. Yeah, exactly. This'll, this'll move a lot of stuff. So, yeah. uh, Elon tweeted back pretty close. Inner ring is closer to center three as all 12 gimbal together, which also is crazy. Boost back burn efficiency is greatly improved in this config. So Urk yeah. did a flamey end and then a little man, a little, a little uh, star man down there. And don't stand there, buddy. That's not a yeah. good place to stand. <laughs> not for long. <laughs> yeah. Just walk away. Just turn around, walk away. Yeah, But you can see in this one, he's got uh, those, that inner ring is a little bit further in now. Yeah, right around here. Yeah. So that all 12 of those engines will be able to gimbal. Um, but there's some other things, things to see as well. You can see that the uh, the launch mount has those capture um, locking clamps on it. Mm-hmm. So they're holding on to the booster as well as uh, you can kind of see the what Eric has decided that uh, the catching arm is going to look like. So that's pretty cool, too. Yeah, the catching arm looks uh, pretty crazy. Um, I think, you know, it's going to catch. So with this arm, I noticed this, this from this arm, uh, it's only going to catch three sides of the thing. It'll be either side. Might not even be three. It might just be two. Yeah, it could be Um, two. Yeah. I think that's, that's definitely an issue with this design, to be honest. Yeah. But I, I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Eric is cool, but uh, I think they, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I think there's going to be like a, just a circle. You know, just think of it as a ring and they're going to land renders. in these rings. I've seen renders that are rings as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's uh, only SpaceX knows what this thing's going to look like. And they're probably yeah. still debating it as well. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Until they try it, they're probably going to try different variations of it as well. So, yeah, you know, there's it's this is a test bed. Like everything's being tested right now. Nothing's permanent. Um, everything's in high development right now. So, you can see that even with with the stuff that's going on with um, you know the the changes to the Raptors when it was like twenty something mm-hmm. and now it's thirty two. You know, they thought. Okay, well, we need more. We need more power. <laughs> you always need more power <laughs> for this thing. So it is everything that changes all the time. What's really That's interesting so exciting. to me is if you go into that picture again, mm-hmm. the um, the locking clamps are actually in the way of the outside raptors. Like those raptors, so many raptors on oh. that, that um, they stick outside of the the ship a little bit, the yeah. booster a little bit. So they're actually in the way. They have to get out of the way before that raptor hits it <laughs> that's yeah those that's, raptors hit it so it, it, everything has to happen in pretty fast sequence obviously it's a rocket launch you know yeah um it's not rocket science is what everybody says when it's a uh, hard thing to do <laughs> um so they'll, they'll they'll obviously get it done and they'll know what they're doing but uh wow such complexity yeah. it's yeah and it's it's to the second you know microsecond yeah. kind of thing if this doesn't work out could ding off one of those arms and think goes wherever it goes, you know, um, probably not going to cause too much, but it might damage one of the, one of the, uh, Raptors, which could be Definitely catastrophic. So sure. just rip it off. Now let's check out, uh, speaking of SpaceX, uh, Axiom space and SpaceX are working together to bring private astronauts to the international space station. And Axiom Space will be sending people there next year, I believe. Is that the first one? I think it's twenty. I think it was January, yeah, or something like January twenty twenty two. I think twenty twenty two, yeah. So yeah. early twenty twenty two. And then there's another three. It says there uh, another three through twenty twenty three. Yeah. Okay. So so basically a two year, uh, two year cycle to launch four. That's a missions. lot, really quick. Yeah. I mean, it's not a big deal for SpaceX. It's what they're like doing it's, now. It's what they do yeah. now to the ISS. But if they're going to be also taking people to the ISS, uh, they've just increased their launch schedule by two. They doubled yep. it. So, yep. And this is going cool. to kind of play into sort of like when Boeing gets back into the thing with Starliner. So when Starliner is going to be sending NASA astronauts up, uh, SpaceX isn't going to have that business. Right. So they have to kind of yeah. like fill in that that little spot. So another way to do that is to make money through Axiom, who's going to be sending people to the ISS via Falcon nines and crew dragons. Yep. So, um, and make money, making that money, move forward, move space flight forward, move human space flight forward. Axiom has a press release and eventually Axiom will have a, have their own space station that, uh, departs from the international space station because they're going to be making their own modules on the That's station. Right. And then eventually yeah, the they'll break that off. The first module goes up 2024, correct? I believe so, first yeah. first module they plan to. And then they, yeah. they'll have enough up there by 2028 to separate from the ISS when they... Uh, yeah, super That's exciting. the current schedule for decommissioning the ISS. Right. And so we'll that's... have Axiom, Axiom Space's modules will disappear and Roscosmos will disappear as well. And yep. then whatever's left of the uh, International Space Station will be deorbited. Yeah. And then we'll have the, the China Space Station up there as well. Um, mm-hmm. They just sent up another module uh, a couple days ago, and we're actually tracking the booster that went up with that. And we'll give you more information about that because it's still in orbit. The booster's still in orbit. I believe it's going to be coming back June 20th. 
So stay tuned. We'll have <laughs> some information. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> we don't know where. We don't know if it's going to be uh, powered boost back, but we don't know if it's going to be out of control, but we'll have a live stream of wherever it's going. So make sure to tune in. Make sure to subscribe they too, by they the way. They haven't powered the last two. I don't know why they would power this one. They would not. They're not going to. So yeah. we're going to have a out of control Chinese booster coming back to Earth yeah. in June. So stay tuned. Um, what, I th- what I noticed about Axiom's press release is they have a cool quote from uh, Gwen Shotwell. Mm-hmm. who's the COO of SpaceX. We are beyond excited to build upon our relation, our partnership with Axiom to help make human spaceflight more accessible for more people. A new era in human spaceflight is here. It's true. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And yeah, you said that uh, once Starliner comes on board and uh, Sierra Nevada's got one as well coming, there's more people going to space as opposed to the same amount, right? We've got yep. in, the very, in the very near future, there's a lot of people going to space from a lot of different vehicles and they're all going to be needed. Um, it's not, uh, it's still competition, but there's going to be a lot more going up there to begin with. So, um, from a tourist standpoint, from a scientist standpoint, it's, uh, going to be busy up there. Yeah. There's going to be people, it's going to be pretty normal. You know, people going to the ISS three, four five flights a year, a couple people each flight, like two to four people per flight. Um, and just regular people that have the money to go. Not, yep. not astronauts or not like super trained NASA people. You know, you don't have to go to flight school anymore. You don't have to go into the Air Force and become a test pilot anymore or become sure. a crazy scientist. And, you know, and that's happening this year, right? It's We've happening got, now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You've, you've got uh, Blue Origin is going to be sending people up. You've got uh, Inspiration4 is going up. Yep. Um, even uh, the Russians are sending up Soyuz as well uh, yep. with people. Uh, just regular folk. So it's happening. Yeah. It'll be a long time before we can afford it. But uh, <laughs> so that's happening. why you have to subscribe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's it's happening really quick. And it really is a new era in human spaceflight. And we're happy to be here to be part of it. So, um, yeah. So stay tuned for that, too. More Boca Chica news. Okay. Uh, we got. Uh, you know, quick transition, see how that, see how professional I am. Um, <laughs> RGV Ariel, Boca Chica, Starbase, uh, labels by Bingo Baco, Boca, Bingo Baco, Bingo, Bingo Boca, Boca. Uh, May 31st of 2021, the Max Q nose cone. We, we were just laughing before we started recording this, that uh, May 31st, my goodness. That's ages ago. <laughs> yeah, it's so long ago. We're like, we can't report on this. This is so long ago. Yeah. And then we, we're doing it anyway because it's pretty yeah. cool. Uh, bingo Boca. Yeah, so this is, is the, uh, this is uh, BN2, which is uh, turned into a booster number two, which has turned into a test tank mm-hmm. now. It's not actually going to be built out to a full booster. Um, the first full booster will be booster three. Uh, or I think Elon called it booster one or booster, booster it, two. I think it is called a booster. Just booster. Maybe. maybe anyway, it's sitting on uh, that sort of last week's video. We talked about a mystery structure that they had built a black structure. That's what this is sitting on now. And it turns out that that black structure is a, uh, a thrust puck is a uh, test essentially. So it's, it's basically simulating the thrust of all the engines underneath it to, uh, uh, to, to make sure that the welds are holding and everything's stable and whatnot. They do this with the starships as well. They have a, a Raptor thrust puck as well. Not thrust puck. Sorry, wrong words, but thrust simulator is the word. <laughs> same old, same old. 
Yeah. Same stuff. Yeah, pretty pretty interesting. High bays over here and nose cone, the max Q nose cones up here. Um and yeah, once once the booster this passed the tests, um, then they'll be, you know, ready to do booster. I think it's booster one. I don't know, booster or booster one or whatever whatever Elon said. <laughs> I'll be able whatever to, Elon says. That's what we'll yeah, go what, with. whatever. That's what we go with. Um, <laughs> then they'll be ready to move that out and start testing that as well, which is going to be insane because that's an orbital starship. Like <laughs> yeah. that's coming up. Uh, yeah. So also stay tuned. But you can the see for that too. one thing it's you can see cool. is that a lot of the. Uh, sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> oh, it's all good. Just a promo. Stay tuned no to that channel. Deal. Subscribe. <laughs> hit that like button and hit the bell so you're reminded of future shadows. Uh, but you can see that a lot of the uh, a lot of the motion at the test at uh, the build site has stopped. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that just isn't happening anymore uh, because they're they've got so much to do on the launch pad and and the launch tower that uh, they just kind of put it into neutral and they're coasting right now. Yeah, and SN15 oh, at, at this site. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and SN15 is just pushed in the back lot. Yeah, it looks like it's up on one of the stands that they built a long time ago now. So it is, it is there for posterity. Yeah, it's, it's there to to show people, you know, like, hey, man, this is a this is a real thing, and we're working on getting people to orbit. Um, (laughs) That was three weeks ago. Ancient history. (laughs) Ancient history. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. That's it's that's crazy how fast this is moving. Like this doesn't happen in real life, or this didn't happen before SpaceX. This is all kind of like, you know done in uh, big warehouses someplace mysterious like blue origin style where you don't know anything until they tell you and now it's just like oh yeah look at all this stuff uh yeah speaking of stuff uh this is from starship gazer at starship gazer oh by the way this is from rgv aerial photography rgv aerial photos on twitter um and this is starship gazer at starship gazer my cell signal was terrible out here with my new phone can only send tweets in a few locations um, we were talking about this a little bit earlier, but I didn't really know what's mm-hmm. going on with this. Do you know any more about this than nothing? <laughs> because I know well, barely yeah, anything. I mean, the, the general shape of it indicates that it might be, have something to do with the header tank. Uh, it's probably a template to weld new header tanks together uh, okay. using sort of a vertical weld on that. Um, I believe the white parts of this are is basically a heat sinks to okay. take heat away during the welding process. Um, okay. Through the... Uh, the fusion, not fusion, the the, the uh, friction welding that they're doing. Okay. So, yeah, it, it's as simple as a, a template for welding. Oh, okay. Super, yeah. super basic. It looks cool. It does. It looks, <laughs> it looks, looks very sturdy. Looks, yeah, it looks very sturdy. It looks very futuristic. looks like something yeah. that, you know. And we're looking at 7.2 there as well. Yeah. Tank. And this thing's big. So the other yeah. thing is, like, it fits on the back of this flatbed truck. Flatbed trucks are big. I've been on top of those things. <laughs> and I've been next to them. They're big. This thing's bigger. <laughs> and this thing's even... So everything there, like we said before, we're in awe of how gigantic everything is. I just want to walk around in this facility with permission, of course, <laughs> and say, what is going... Like, just look up. It's and so be like, big. Yeah, everything's it's so huge. Will. It's so huge. Everything's yeah. so big. Yeah, that's awesome. I would be, I'd be like a little kid. Yeah, I'd be like when you go to New York City for the first time, and you just like look up. You're just like yeah. or Toronto or wherever a big city, and just look up. Wait and like, you can go up into uh, to a high bay bar. Oh yeah, the high bar. The high That'd bar, be pretty cool. Um, yeah. So that fear of heights thing, I think I'd be okay going up there. 
as long as <laughs> as long as I can be in an elevator and secure. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I think I'd be okay. I think it'd be worth it just to go hang out and have a margarita up there and, uh, you know, check out the whole facility. Everything. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can see, you know, how big this thing is. Like it doesn't look that big compared to that tank, you know? Um, but then again, the tank is nine meters wide, right? (laughs) Exactly. But the tank is massive. Uh, (laughs) so here we have another methane subcoolers. Um, yeah, so these are, those. there's LOX subcoolers and there's methane subcoolers being installed right now uh, on either side of the GSE tanks. Uh, so these are devices that will basically recycle um, recycle and, and get it ready for putting back into these tanks, I think. Oh, okay. Cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, there they are. Uh, a little bit closer. And of course, people for scale. And uh, yeah, they're quite large. Again, mm-hmm. And they do a lot of work. Um, so it's a, it's something to, to realize just how much goes into the stuff, all the planning yeah. they have to do to organize all this stuff they have. They're building all this in advance of making their own fuel still. So, you know, all this has to be in place before you can make a drop of fuel. Otherwise, where's it going to go? Yeah. So, uh, hopefully they've, uh, they've got it all set. Yeah. So this is like, so back in the day, NASA used to do their own testing and they used to make, they used to make, uh, or at least hire people to make their own launch facilities and all that stuff. This is kind of what NASA did back in the fifties and sixties, but now it's just a private company going like, Hey man, we want to launch these rockets. No one's going to let us do it. Or like, we don't want to, we want to do it our own way. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, we don't want to rent out a pad. Let's just build one. But that means we need to do everything ourselves, right? They need to do everything themselves and they have to, they could like, they could buy these fuels and just put them in the tanks, but the cost of that and the number yeah. of trucks they would need to fill one of these tanks is just huge. So they're going to make their own. And that yeah, means a lot of infrastructure. Yeah. And you have to put that infrastructure in place or it's going to be cost prohibitive to launch one of these rockets and they want to save yeah. money and make money from these things as opposed yeah. to, you know, like it's not just a fun project for SpaceX. Like they're looking at billions and billions, trillions of dollars probably in profit eventually. Yeah. So like getting this system in place now and, you know, eventually they'll upgrade the systems, but getting these in place now, this is the kind of the highway to the future that they're building here. For sure. As far as, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, the ultimate goal is to launch one of these for $2 million. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we laugh now, of, but it's the like of the actual, you know, uh, actual ship to begin with. Right. They want to launch this just by fueling it up and going, uh, yeah. $2 million worth of fuel off you go. Uh, we're now competing with some of the smallest rocks out there, the Astra rocket, which, uh, will cost even more than, than, than Starship to launch. Um, yeah. That'll take 200 kilograms and Starship's going to take a hundred tons. <laughs> yeah. That's the, the absolute, like the difference is, uh, immense Two a couple million bucks game to changer. launch a Starship. It really it, it's huge. Oh, game changer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. speaking of games, where are we headed now? We're headed to space. We're headed to Excellent. the Excellent. ISS. Uh, and they just finished a spacewalk on the, uh, uh, the Russian uh, moved a Russian crane in and disconnected the piers. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And like, it always makes me um, 
excited when we see astronauts working in space because it's so slow. Yeah. Like it's so mellow and yeah. uh, like, you know, it takes so long to do anything. I'm going to re rewind this a little bit, but it takes so long to do anything in space. Yeah, sure. And you don't realize how much time it actually takes to just, you know, to move something they are a couple feet. Yeah. And so they are preparing the Pierce module to be decommissioned. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be leaving the space station and burn up in the atmosphere along with one of their supply ships. Um, and uh, getting ready for the arrival of a whole new module, which uh, I talked about in a video a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, the module is the Nauka, which is going to be a basically an all over uh, everything you can module. So it's going to be living quarters, it's going to be science berths, it's going to have engines in it, it's going to have um, uh, EVA facilities as well. It's got everything. So uh, it's basically replacing this and it's going to be attached to the space station until they decommission it, uh, decommission the space station. And uh, whether the Russian space agency takes that their chunk of the ISS and moves it somewhere else or does something with it, or whether they just um, decommission that as well and, and deorbit it in, in favor of their own space station. We're not entirely sure yet, uh, but that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. And here's a close-up shot, like a helmet cam shot nice. of one of them doing some work on that module. Yeah. And there's nothing. Like, <laughs> I'm still amazed by this, too. Like, there's nothing out here. You know? Like, the space yeah. station's here. <laughs> and then here, eh, nothing. Got Can nothing. Drop you, a tool. Yeah, don't drop your tool. Your tool's gone forever. It'll burn up when it hits the atmosphere. So you lose it if for it good. Is. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and you'll lose it well, for I good. Mean, and then you have to go get another one. <laughs> we're laughing about uh, if it does, but uh, the, the Canada Arm 2 was hit by a piece of debris uh, yeah. last week as well. Um, yep. Put a big hole in it. It's still working just fine. But um, that's that's just space junk that's flying out there. And there's a lot of it. Um, something we're going to have to worry about coming yeah. up in the future is uh, how do we get rid of the satellites that aren't being used, the pieces of junk that are up there that are just causing potential problems. Cause we're not putting less satellites up there. We're <laughs> every month we put up another 60 um, from SpaceX at least. So uh, or yep. two weeks even. So, you know, we've got to figure out what's what we're going to do with all the space debris. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of it. It's a ton of and it. It's, and it's going to cause problems. It just did just cause a hole. So, yeah. Um, if that would have hit Canada Arm still working. Oh yeah. They're lucky that it basically the Canada Arm deflected it from hitting where people were. Yeah. That too. Like that, like that's kind of like, they're very, very fortunate that that didn't just like plow through the station, you know? Yeah. Keep in mind and, these, these pieces of debris are traveling at 17,000 miles an hour. Yeah. And the space station yeah. is very, if thin. they didn't, they would deorbit. So, uh, they have to be traveling that fast at least. Yeah. So yeah, that's a little, a little uh, update of what's going on with the space station. Uh, Very we don't cool. have any footage or uh, any pictures of the Canada arm, but unfortunately we don't everything have Roscosmos. Yeah. Everything yeah. it's Roscosmos 360 on Twitter. So yeah, I think that's it for today. Let's try to Let's do Great. Let's try to do a high five, Neil. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, Ready? We, okay. You got to go down. Wait, hold on. Oh yeah, we did it. Clap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks we're, everybody. We're really nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. If you watched this far, make sure to subscribe. Thanks so much. Bye all. Bye bye.